0: That's the third head of cattle this week. Uh, Guess it's time to call out to a Lendell and get some professionals in here to handle this. Last time on Lost Legends of Scadrille. Anyway, there's a reason that I called you over here. We're about to have an election, and I think that the uh, the other party, they're, they're up to no good.
1: We could potentially pretend to be their campaign managers.
2: What if you convinced Tavis to try and bribe Drone?
0: What in the world were you thinking? That was a disaster. It nearly could have gone right off the edge if I hadn't been so circumspect about what I was saying.
2: Well, uh, through the course of this campaign, we've found out that Cogsby might, in fact, be embezzling money from the mob, which is a terrible idea, if you ask me. So if I were to, say, hand off this information, would I be guarantee that you'd be able to get it in the right hands. You don't have, you don't have to give me any kind of finder's fee or anything like that. I just, I just think it's pertinent to get it all out in the air.
0: So you've got like dual headlines competing for each other, of embezzlement um, from the engineering guild coming from the uh, Coxby leadership, and then um, also all of the detailing of the dirty politics. This is when the uh, elections are us comes out with the results of the election. It is Todd Bowler, who is the new head of the Guild of Engineering. Shocking. <laughs> well, it appears
3: that my services have been complete, and I didn't even have to pull off that nasty little job. I believe you mentioned a potential hiring uh, for yourself.
1: If you'd be amenable.
3: I believe I would, Miss
1: Wilde. I believe I would.
0: Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scodriel, Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me we have the rest of the Lost Legends.
1: I'm Lena, I play Belladora Wild.
2: I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Bowman. I'm John, I go by Clover
3: My Online, and I play Claudis Logan. Let's jump
0: back in. Uh, So, uh, first off, we're going to start with me once again berating myself for being terrible about character advancement in general. Uh, I thought I was going to be better this season, but I'm not. I'm just bad in other ways. So, uh, let's give out some advancements for the last two story arcs. Uh, Finn and Bella, you will both receive eight advancements for the Fire in the Blood, Ash in the Air storyline, and for the Game of Guildmaster storyline. And then Clydes, you're going to receive four advancements for the game of Guildmaster storyline. Uh, Finn and Bella, I'm going to let both of you di- uh, spend two uh, long rests worth of advancements since you've had two long rests since the last time I've given out advancements. And then, Clytus, you have the opportunity for one.
2: Can I save advancements?
0: You can, but you can only have a maximum of 20 advancements. Okay. And then, um, for instance, like the gain a Hemallergic Spike one, gonna have to need a really good story reason for that to happen and honestly i'm not sure if it's possible for that to happen in this far out from the katathandra unless like we get some really weird stuff
3: <laughs> we could always make a hemorrhagic spike
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then you'd have to get the knowledge of how to do so and I mean if we can find a way to get there maybe but I I don't know if that's in the works for this group or not. Yeah, I was joking man. I...
2: Well, I'm saving it for snapping into a misting.
0: Oh yeah, you're saving up to be a Because twindler.
2: I wanted to him I'm also to be a pewter arm. Yeah. Yeah, so
0: you yeah. don't you don't have to increase anything if you want to. You can keep saving because it's going to going to be a while. Cool. You're not going to be like Lord Falcom where you're hanging out at 20, refusing to spend any of them and then still getting hand, hand, advancements hand over fist because I'm terrible at this. This, this group, I'm going to be stingy.
1: <laughs> I know exactly what I'm going to do with my inva- uh, advancements. I am increasing my power rating by one so that my Allomancy rating is now going to be six instead of five.
0: Excellent. Good choice. And Clytus, unfortunately, that doesn't give you a lot to work with, but you could still gain a new stunt or a new trait if that's something you're interested in.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm I'm trying to look at right now. I didn't have time earlier to look at them.
0: Um, Let me check in the book that I don't have in PDF to see if maybe there's a cool coloss stunt or something.
2: Is there any way to get stuff from, like, Alloy? Because I think we've only got the original book
0: oh yeah the um clipping that i made is from the first book and they've added like specific gunplay stunts or gunsmithing stunts and um like the uh, masks of the past book has homeland stunts um for instance in the game that's going to air between the first and second season that we just recorded the hard or the make do or the one that i gave john's character where you don't make the best of it, where you don't get uh, lose any dice to adverse conditions. That's a roughs-homeland stunt. Uh, I'm seeing Scrounger that might be... Well, would you consider Clytus to have uh, come from the roughs, John? Yes. Okay, so this is one that might work for you. Um, there's Hard Bitten. You get two health uh, increased uh, by two. Your health increases by two, and you get one additional Physique die for challenges to resist adverse weathered conditions or to survive in the wild. Ooh, that's not bad. Um, there's an animal handling one called Wrangler. Um, there's one called Scrounger where you can turn any old junk you find into useful gear. Um, so Wait, what's Wrangler? My, my cowboy senses are tingling. <laughs> you're trained in taming and caring for animals in the harsh conditions of the roughs. When you're riding a horse or other animal, you don't take an adverse condition from the motion of that animal. You get an additional die on checks for palming or controlling animals. Lastly, you own a stable of animals, and during a breather, you can bring out enough horses to carry you, the rest of your crew, and up to one companion. That's it. We haven't, we haven't even introduced Cappuccino yet. <laughs> well, he's, he's going to get introduced in uh, this episode, that's for sure.
3: So Wrangler is it. I mean, uh, come on, Clytus grew up on a ranch. Like, yeah, Wrangler is it.
0: Okay, perfect. So I think that wraps it up for everybody then, doesn't it?
2: Um is there anything for like growing up in the city possibly? Uh stunts you mean? Stunts or traits? Either
0: I... Yeah, traits are short phrases um they're, they're things that you created when you were creating your character. So like the close quarters combat, the dock worker, sailor, those were your traits and then you can add a new trait which could be um you know just two to three word phrase that describes a special skill set or something that is prominent about your character that could be used to influence roles.
2: Is there anything for, you know, growing up in a city or someone who's familiar with cities?
0: Um, this one might be good for you. Uh, face in the crowd. You can blend in with crowds in the city. Any uh, role for an attempt to locate you in a crowd of other city dwellers or follow you within a city fails unless the hunter spends a nudge.
2: And how much will that be?
0: Uh, to gain a new stunt is four advancements.
2: Okay, I'll take it. I really like that. Well, I think we are ready to
0: jump back in. Uh, this week we are starting on the, uh, Ham- uh, the Hamlet of Hammond. So following the events of the game of Guildmasters, uh, pretty much every single person associated with Wentworth's campaign has kind of been blacklisted through the city of Elendel. Um, following those events, nobody wants to be associated with people who were part of a campaign that was one, paying money to the mob, uh, two, trying to bribe <laughs> elections R. us, a beloved institution throughout the city. Uh, and three, everybody always kind of thought that Wentworth was a little bit of a prick anyways. And so three strikes, you're out. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks. Everybody's been trying to find work with no luck. A lot of the money that has been, uh, saved up at, to carry you guys over has already been spent. And, uh, it's just been really frustrating. So, uh, when Clytus came forward, um, having found what looked like a pretty easy job out in the roughs, uh, the group pretty much decided, we need the money, we're not going to get money here, this looks like it'll be easy pickings, let's just go do this. Uh, and so, John, why don't you have, uh, why don't you go ahead and describe Cappuccino?
3: Oh, sure. Uh, Cappuccino is... I would say I mean I don't know much about horses, but you know, I would say he is middle aged for a horse, just like Clytus is middle aged for a Colos Blooded. Um he is I would, like cappuccino brown, with kind of like these lighter brown splotches, uh, you know, throughout his back.
2: Um and Does he have like the picture on it like it like a coffee like a cup of coffee would when you put the cream in? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean by a picture on it.
0: Ooh, he's got like a white swirl on the front of his head that looks like one of the metal symbols, maybe.
3: Um, uh, no, I don't want anything that actually looks like a symbol. They're just like large blotches, like hand size or, or larger.
0: He's just kind of a
3: mottled brown.
0: Not even like the, the little cream leaf?
3: No, no. So nothing like that clear. It's just kind of, you know, he he's like a maybe a chestnut brown with... Slightly lighter splotches. Like, like almost like he's getting older and, you know, getting, like, white hairs, but only in specific spots kind of a deal. But still very solid and healthy, and I don't know enough about breeds, so I couldn't describe anything like that.
0: And horses were, a uh, horse was one of your props, so um you can go ahead and add another prop since that's now covered by your stunt.
3: Oh, cool. Um... Can I think about that and maybe even bring it up next session?
0: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Bella or Finn, do you guys want to describe the horse that you are taking from Clytus' stable?
2: Finnegan would probably be riding a pony, to be completely honest.
0: I think that Finn rides a really fat, short, stout pony.
2: you going to name him or should I? And his name is Stallion. Stallion the pony. A
3: pony named <laughs>
2: Stallion. <laughs>
3: that does kind of sound like something Cladus would do. Come on, get! You're going to grow up and be a strong pony. None of these sissy ponies. Just don't go too hard on him. He is unfortunately not quite living up to his name.
2: I mean, I could lessen, lessen my weight by...
0: Well, you can't change weight too much since you're Uh, Bella, did you want to describe your horse at all, or does Bella just pick a horse and go with it?
1: I think she's got a sleek white mare.
0: And I kind of imagine that, like, she's going specifically for, like, how the horse looks. And oh, so maybe, absolutely. Maybe the mane on this horse, like, has a crazy hairstyle that just looks extra dashing.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. She takes time to curl the mare's uh, mane every morning.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> does,
2: uh, did you name your mare?
1: I think... I think her name is- Her name is... is my cat.
2: Her name is my cat.
1: <laughs> oh my god, my cat. I think her name is- Oh my god, she needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> her name is my cat. I, I can't- <laughs> Look, I don't make the rules, I just follow them. I
3: wanna name it Princess after your cat? <laughs> I could see Clytus naming his horse- One of his horses Princess.
1: <laughs> you know what? I was gonna say her name is Petunia, but I like that. Her name is Princess now.
3: Now, you be careful with Princess. She may not look it, but she's got a bit of an attitude. Perhaps a good match in that regard.
1: I would say so.
0: So, Princess, Stallion, and Cappuccino. Um, the, uh, do they tell me where this town is? I don't think they do. Uh, so the, the Hammond's Hamlet, um, is a good couple of days' ride, um, at the very least if you're traveling hard from a Lendell. When you show up, um, you're kind of ready to get off the road. It's been just long enough that the novelty of being out in the wilderness with the wind in your hair riding on this horse, uh, has really worn off. Um, you know, you're starting to get saddle sores. Your, your legs are very sore, uh, from trying to hold yourself up the whole time while riding. And everybody's kind of starting to get a little uh, snappish with each other, um, because going from the city where you weren't able to live and, uh, necessarily um opulent lifestyle because of the lack of funds, then going straight onto the road and even more stringent conditions there. So everybody was ready to see this town. And it looks pretty idyllic and bustling. Um the people seem happy. Um there doesn't seem to be a lot of animosity or tension between any of the townsfolk. Um there are uh, two notable locations um inside of it, the uh or there's a couple of them. Um, there's a general store, a uh, library, there is the pewter arm inn, and then most of the rest of the uh, town consists of small houses, a couple of larger ranches, and it's the ranches are the reason that you've been brought out here, because they put out uh, a notice for um, some bounty hunter or other roughsman to come out and deal with what is just being described as a beast harassing the town and its livestock.
2: Who's our uh, contact here?
0: Um, you um, you have the name of Mayor Mal Hammett.
3: A real quick interjection. I found what my new prop I want to be. Sure. A leather duster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to
2: <laughs> roast it first a little bit.
3: I, I was gonna say. I feel like as as a bonding ritual, we should have Klydus like join in and roast it a little bit. Like, all right, I can get in with this.
0: I I don't know if that works, though. He has to run through a burning building with it.
3: Now, hold on. I'm, I'm a little too old for those kind of shenanigans. I say we throw it on the campfire and say I ran through a burning building.
2: So, like, put it on a spit and just turn it over the fire while it's slowly roasting? Maybe you came
0: across, like, this old ramshackle rundown abandoned shack and set that on fire? Nope. No, no, okay, you you roasted it on a fire. I
3: have been what one might call a less-than-honest person in my life, and I am perfectly fine making up some bullhonky story about running through a burning building. I will roast the dang thing that's good enough.
0: So uh, the three of you are in the middle of town. Um, I imagine you've gotten off of your horses and um, you're leading them into town a little bit further, what would you like to do?
2: Is there any way, is there like a sheriff in town or something that I could use my connections to the Ellendale Constabulary to to talk to, would that would that help at all?
0: Well, the thing about being networked with the Elendell Constabulary is that you have to be in Elendell to talk to them. Um, there would be some uh, lawmen that would kind of roam through the area, but being as this is, a more, uh, it's a, it's a more old town, a little bit closer to Elendel itself. Um, it's dating back to almost, uh, not too long after the Catasandra itself is when the town was built, uh, which is why it has such a big library. Uh, the library itself contains a number of books, uh, that were firsthand accounts of some of the survivors of the Catasandra and then the first inhabitants of the town as they started to build and grow and develop it. And so with it being uh, kind of bustling, it gets a little bit of tourism from the library. They hold some scholarly conferences there. Um, It doesn't have as much need for a lawman as other towns might, where it's a little bit further from uh, from known civilization and a little less well-known, and the economy isn't as good.
3: Can I roll spirit to see if I've had a contract come through here at some point? Sure. Can I get a plus one for my bounty hunter, or
0: was that just for the roll? No, I'm going to say that you needed that in order to actually perform the roll. Sure. Roll my
3: two! Nope, just a three and a nudge. Nothing.
0: Yeah, this t- this kind of town, it's it's not exactly the kind of place where your, your escapades would take you normally. Like I said, it's, it's a lot cleaner living than a lot of the places in the roughs. Um, there's not a lot of reason to have somebody, and the fact that the only contract you've been able to get up to this point is to take care of some sort of beast or something that's been attacking the town speaks to the nature of the town itself.
3: Well, I say perhaps we go talk to this Mr. Mayor and get more details on the job.
1: I say we go to the only inn in town and have a bath. Hmm,
3: <laughs> tempting, but I—I I think business prior to pleasure. is my priority.
2: Finnegan will kind of lift his arm up and.
1: Geez. I'm just saying, y'all have smelled better.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I have also smelled much, much worse.
1: You don't. You don't want to make a good impression or anything?
3: How about we flip a. We flip a boxing. Clytus pulls out a, a boxing and flips it. Heads or tails, Belladora?
1: Uh, tails.
3: It was tails.
1: Yes, yes.
3: All right, Belladora. It looks like luck is on your side tonight.
2: You're grabbing. I'm not grabbing the bags, though.
0: <laughs> Princess has. About five or six, like, almost trunk-like, uh, pieces of luggage, I imagine, carrying all of Bella's dresses.
1: Well then, Kladys, looks like you're up.
0: (laughs) Alright. Kladys, give me a physique (laughs) roll.
3: Is there a minus dice thing? Should I take something for deceptively lackadaisical? Or would that
0: actually work in my favor? Um, I don't think it would, uh... It would be an adverse condition, but I also don't think that would help. But you do get your coloss uh, bonus. Yep,
3: it's like a, a stealth amount to my physique.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're necessarily trying to hide. Like
3: it's four... Oh, Oh no, I meant like it's my physique says five, but it's like oh well, actually I roll seven. Yeah, I guess they just didn't want to add it to the health, is what it comes down to. But I got fours and a nut.
0: So yeah, you um pretty at first like one of the uh one of the luggage pieces of luggage is so well secured that you missed a rope and so you kind of drag uh princess behind you a little bit before you notice but you're you're able to do the grocery challenge and get them all in one trip
3: nice but i'm i'm going to say that claudis does it in the most lazy looking way possible
0: like he's like dragging okay. them yeah so you spend some time like meticulously arranging them one on top of another and then like grab it from the bottom and you're just kind of dragging it through the dirt and like bang it up the stairs exactly pardon my dust or noise whatever you guys walk inside of the pewter arm in um it's pretty early in the day there's not a lot of people inside of here uh you can tell that based on the number of people outside, that even if they have a pretty regular local customer base, that they also do rely on some of the tourism brought in by the library. And that just isn't happening at the moment. It's looking pretty empty. Um, you can see a display of keys on the wall behind the bar, and most of those keys are still there. Um, it's actually only one of them that are missing uh, there's a man behind the bar who's, uh, doing the typical bartender polishing a glass that's already clean, and then in another corner of the bar, you see a woman with a stack of books around her.
2: I'd like to go up to the bartender, and I'm going to ask him, uh, so, uh, how did you get the name, how did this in get the name Pewter Arm in?
0: Well, the, the first guy who, who started this in, he, uh, happened to be a Pewter Arm. In fact, and he points to a big, uh, a big tree trunk that has been—it's obviously old, but it doesn't even look like uh, they had like stripped the bark or anything. That makes one of the main cross beams uh, that's holding up the second floor. They—they uh, they say that he was able to mount that cross beam up there without any other help.
3: Hmm. And, and real quick, I want to after having deposited the trunks, like while Finn is talking to him. Do, like, stealth up suddenly behind the bartender's line of sight so that I'm just suddenly there when he finishes pointing.
0: Okay. I I think that would be rather difficult to do because he's behind a bar. And he's, you know, it's not going to be facing away from the center of the room where this crossbeam would be. So unless you're, like, going behind the bar just to scare him...
3: Oh, I'm not even going behind the bar. I just want to, like, just suddenly be... I'm making this a trademark for my character, is what I'm getting
0: at. Okay.
3: When I'm meeting someone for new, I have to sneak up and then just be creepily just right there. Uh,
0: He, uh, as he turns, he kind of jumps a bit, and his hand, like, goes up to his uh, heart, and he lets out a long breath. I don't know what's wrong with you, but that's a good way to get shot out here. I mean, not in this town, but... I don't know how far in the roughs you're used to going. People have been shot for less.
2: It'll be a little bit surprised by Clytus there, too, and kind of just jump a little bit.
0: Clytus just, just some predatory
3: smile. <laughs> it's okay. I've been shot at before.
0: Shocker. You three, um, especially with that statement, don't seem to be quite the academic type. So uh, can I uh, ask what's bringing you to our fine town here?
2: We get, we heard information about a beast and we're here to help solve your town's problem.
0: Oh, you're here about the horse bear. Uh,
2: hor- a bear? horse bear?
3: I don't think that's a thing.
0: He kind of leans forward on the counter um even though there's not many other people in the bar he kind of hushes his voice a little bit. There's an old urban le- legend around here about the the horse bear of Hammond. It's been it's been rumored for as long as I can remember, we have many accounts of it going pretty far back in the town's history, and uh recently those rumors have started to get a little more life in it with all of the cattle being slaughtered and other such. Mm-hmm.
2: And then Hammond's Hamlet?
0: Oh, well, that's just what the town is named after, and uh, there uh there's a local tradition of electing a family that's taken the surname Hammond for uh for their own of always electing them mayor. We don't we don't have the mayor do much work around here. It's pretty it's a pretty relaxed town, but you know, it's it's just uh one of those things.
2: That's quite a system of government you have here. Huh. A little bit strange to
0: You know, that kinda sounded a little judgmental there. Well. I don't come into your town and make fun of your traditions and your customs. Uh, I mean, <laughs> too true.
2: I mean, don't you have any kind of elections or anything like that? I, well, we have
0: proper elections. They just always win.
2: That doesn't sound like a good basis for a system of government. I'm sorry. I, I meant no
3: harm, my good sir. Please pardon my rudeness.
0: So, um, are you just here as a uh, some sort of gore sightseeing trip, or you know what? What about the beast? Uh, the horse bear brings you into our town.
1: I'm here for a bath, mostly.
0: Well, that's easy enough to arrange. Uh, It'll be a couple of boxings if you're not getting a room, but if you're getting a room, I'll throw it in for free.
1: I feel like we're going to be here for a bit, so (laughs) sign me up for a room.
0: Okay, go ahead and um, I won't even make you roll for it. It seems kind of silly to make you roll for just getting a room, so go ahead and just subtract one resource.
2: Okay.
3: Finn, you want to get a gentleman's room? leave Belladora her space.
2: That sounds like a good idea. you
3: know, I have more uh, foot room without them trunks. Right, I've got a negative one on my resources, so I'll spend mine.
2: So wait, if we haven't gotten the rooms yet, where did Klytus put the bags?
3: <laughs> Whoops.
0: <laughs> you just, I, I imagine you just, like, dragged them upstairs and just threw them in a room.
3: I will say that I I just left them laying out in the hall, outside of what looked like an empty room. It it had a nice color. I assumed Miss Belladore would prefer that one.
2: But that's still... I, I still think just having the same family rule is just not, not a good system, but... Okay. Those sound
3: like fighting words, Finn.
0: Well, there's also the proud tradition of the family... I mean, the with the amount of experience that family has in administrating this town, who else in town would know the needs better than the family that's run it for 300 years? Y'all are awful, come in making fun of everybody's names, their towns, their traditions. I can't take you anywhere. Did, did we make fun of anyone's names this time? I, it's coming, I know it is, I don't know when... Oh, that wasn't the bartender speaking. That we no, were. no, that was just, that was a frustrated uh, narrator. This, this one it's going to be because a character is named Bell and we've got a Bella.
2: Oh, okay. And we're here to find a beast. So, be- this is based on Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, would that be awkward. I sure hope not. Let's just see where it goes.
0: <laughs> that horse bear of Hammond is just irresistible.
2: Tale as old as time. No, we're going to get soon. You can be guest on You've been dreaming just Not a Disney, dreaming, anything but Disney. All your life. Anything but Disney. It wasn't long enough to infringe on copyright.
0: So, uh Bella, you get shown to your room. Um he has one of the boys that works for him uh start carting up buckets oh of hot boy. water or uh Do they have plumbing yet? I don't remember.
2: Um in this in this time period I think they would. I mean, it's modeled off the old West. I'm guessing
0: with your description of the town,
3: probably not this one.
2: Well, this would be one of the m- older, more
0: established towns. So, if plumbing became a thing,
3: oh right, I I forgot we're in Alloy of Law, not Katasandra. Yeah, they probably have plumbing.
0: Okay. Um. Well, they they draw you a bath, and um, they they give you a nice selection of um, coarse but serviceable soaps, and then allow you to freshen up a bit. Um, Clytus and Finnegan, do you bother taking a bath? I do
3: Um, so. What's going on with the the book lady? Clytus is going to kind of like surreptitiously eye, eye her and see if he spots anything.
0: Uh, give me a wits roll. I'll give you plus one for bounty hunters since you're used to looking for those kind of details.
3: Clytus is going to eye the lady with the books and see if he spots anything suspicious.
2: Will I be able to help him with that at all?
0: Uh, That depends on if he would clue you into what he's doing or not. Nope. He's being sly.
3: All right, I got a pair
0: of ones, but
3: I got four nudges.
0: Uh, With four nudges, um, all of the books look very mundane, but you do notice that she's got kind of a furtive expression. Like, every once in a while, she'll glance over at Finn and at you When she thinks you're not looking, uh, like, she's suspicious of you.
1: So she has a brain, basically.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, John, why don't you make a note on your character sheet that you have plus one going forward on any roles investigating this woman? Because you kind of, you sensing her on ease, now you know how, like, just kind of the way to throw her off balance a little bit, we'll say.
3: I'm going to call her bookworm in my secrets known spot.
0: Um, you can call her Bell. That's Bell.
2: I feel like we would have found her in the library first, but. <laughs> <clears throat>
3: All right. So now I'm gonna clue in Finn. Uh, L- Lena did did uh, Belladore go up for a bath, or are you still hanging around?
1: Uh yeah, she went immediately as soon as she was able. All right. So
3: Clydes is gonna kind of like try to catch Finn's eye, and then. Do like a subtle head nod towards uh, Belle. And then he's immediately going to shift into Predatory Smile. And then just not, this time not sneaking, just very obviously saunter slowly over. Well, hello miss. That is quite the stack of books.
2: Finnegan's going to grab a drink before joining Clytus. Uh, As you come over
0: Clytus. And you start to talk, she immediately snaps the book that's right in front of her shut. And she looks up to you and she gets kind of a pinched, um, angry expression on her face. It is, and generally speaking, when one has a stack of books in front of them, one likes to read them. So the
3: smile grows larger. Mama. how aggressive. Is there a point to your intrusion? I'm not sure quite just yet. I I do have to apologize for my horrendous manners. I do have a tendency to, we'll say, push on pain points. and I have a tendency to annoy on first meeting, but my name is Clytus. I'm, I'm here about the horse bear, and uh, I couldn't help but notice a couple glances you were sending our way, so... Seeing your stack of books, I'm wondering if perhaps maybe you're one of the more learned types could give us some information about this local legend
0: Uh you actually notice that as soon as you say the words "horsebear," that the annoyed pinched look on her face immediately drops and you get a little bit of a glimmer of excitement in her eyes. Well, that um that is something else entirely then. I am actually here to study some of the local legends, and I think that I actually witnessed an attack from the horse bear not too long ago. You see, it's actually quite fascinating. The first mentions of the horse bear date back almost to immediately following the Katasandra. Now, a lot of scholars think that the horse bear originally was just a mist wraith, and because... Custom hadn't died out by that point, even despite the influence of the survival. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. I get excited about these sorts of things. Please, um, uh, Clytus, you said your name was.
2: No,
3: no, that's fine. So it sounds like you're saying it might have actually been a horse bear. And uh, Clytus Clydes looks up to the the bartender. Bartender, my apologies. Perhaps it really is a horse bear of sorts.
2: And at that point, Finnegan's going to come with his drink and sit down right at the right at her table.
3: And uh, as, the, as soon as Finn does that, Clytus does as well. But uh, my apologies for interrupting again. Yes, my name is Clytus. This is my uh, esteemed associate, Mister Finnegan Bowman. Please do continue.
0: Uh, my name is Belle Suray. and um, as I said i I've come here to to first of all to, to visit the library. I don't think any any esteemed academia would come to this town without having to check the library, but yeah, I've always been fascinated with some of the stories of uh, you know the the faceless immortals and um the coloss and i I've been wondering if maybe this horse bear was of the same the same mix, and when I saw what had happened and witnessed this terrible beast ripping livestock to shreds, I've just become obsessed, and I haven't been able to leave the town since.
2: So you've seen the beast, then? I have. Could you, can you describe it?
0: Well, unfortunately, it was very dark at the time. I had, uh, I had gone out to visit one of the ranches that had recently been hit just to stake it out. It had been probably the fifth night and the fifth different location I had gone to, uh, and by the time the creature emerged, it was only by moonlight that I saw it, but it was this massive creature that had claws and fangs, and the the mess that it left was just incredible.
2: Interesting. You didn't see which way it came from, did you? Uh, it seemed to be coming from out of town. You didn't happen to see which way the beast came from, did you? Um, If if we were to go to
0: the ranch, I could point the direction that it went, but I'm afraid that I'm, generally speaking, a little spatially challenged.
3: (laughs) Unfortunate, but I understand. I have my own, shall we say, inadequacies.
2: Well, maybe you would have seen a little bit more if you're... Weren't so focused on reading.
0: Uh, she gives you a rather pointed look.
3: And Kaleidos also gives Finn a very dry, like, really.
1: Bella, who is probably the only person who has studied, like, uh, etiquette, wonders why she is internally screaming all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Just overcome, overcome with the urge to scream while she's sitting in the relaxing bath.
0: It's like the inverse of the sneeze. Well, I just think that there are some people who are better better suited for tasks like that, and some people who are better suited for tasks (laughs) that I prefer to do, and that we shouldn't convince ourselves that we need to be good at everything. I'm just saying. You're just saying that by spending so much time with my books, I am allowing other opportunities to pass me by.
2: Yes, that is exactly right. That sums it up quite nicely, thank you.
3: <laughs> well, that's perfectly fine, Miss uh What what did you say your name was again? Uh Belseray.
0: You um, you know, Miss I think Bell. I think I might have a good idea where it was hiding. I I rode out the next day to try and see if I could follow it, but uh there there seemed to be something in the distance that looked like it could be a cave or some sort of Strange Copes of Woods. I I didn't want to get too far because obviously I wouldn't be able to find my way back due to my earlier inclinations, but you know, being being a concerned citizen of Hamlet well not at least temporary citizen, um I, I've been considering moving here permanently. I I honestly I just wanted to see it, but when I when I got close enough I was too scared to get any closer of course
2: i'll oh, say so really not much help at all then are you
0: she gives you another look
3: well i would say that uh we're the kind that specialize in security it seems you're the kind that specialize in shall we say brain stuff I uh perhaps we might be able to assist each other.
0: I think that sounds like a fantastic idea.
2: <laughs>
3: we uh, still need to check in with the mayor. Uh are you staying here or where might we contact you once we've gotten our official uh job details?
0: I I do have a room here and if um you don't find me at my normal table and she gestures down at the table in front of her, then more than likely you'll find me in the library. Um, otherwise, I will continue my stakeouts at night around some of the various ranches where uh, the animals that seem to be its preferred uh, preferred prey seem to, uh, where, not where they seem to, but where they're being raised by the town.
3: Very helpful. Thank you, Miss Saray. Uh,
0: you're welcome, uh, Mr. Bidus. Uh, I. It's been something.
3: <laughs> yep. Uh, I believe that is an adequate descriptor.
2: <laughs> it usually is something whenever we're around.
3: And Clytus tips his hat and, um, I, w- I want to get a drink. He's going to go get a drink and head up to, to his room.
0: Okay. Um, are you uh, or Finnegan, either of you taking a bath? Yeah. Clytus is going to pretend to take a bath. That's specifically why I'm asking, because I, especially with this last, uh, this last conversation, I don't know how much Finn cares about offending people's sensibilities.
2: Um, you know, he cares about offending Bella's sensibilities, and yeah, mostly so, because I he'll, mean, he'll for never ba- hear for the end Alone, of it. he will take a bath. Otherwise, <laughs> I mean, he's stuck with Bella. Everyone else can just shove off. <laughs>
0: Okay, so same with you. Um, you you were given a tub and some coarse but very serviceable soap that you're able to clean yourself up with.
2: My, what's coarse but serviceable soap? What's it smell like?
0: Smells like something.
2: <laughs> Smells like something. Okay.
0: Klytus will just take a very brief bath of the leftover water from
3: Finn.
2: Ew.
3: He took a quote-unquote bath.
0: I almost feel like he just, like, dunks his hat in the water, wrings it out, and puts it back on.
2: No, he wouldn't sully his hat with such filth. Oh, no, not the hat. The hat (laughs) is sacred. Nah.
3: You know, takes off the clothes, like, you know, gets in the water, gives, like, the barest minimum of scrubs, and like, okay, I've done the hygiene.
0: (laughs) So after your uh, baths and your quarter baths, um, you meet together back downstairs.
1: Well, Cladis, you tried. Kind of.
2: Thank you. I'll well, have you know, I did try. I cleaned my toes and everything.
1: Well, thank you.
0: Uh, when you came down t- back downstairs, you've noticed that uh, Belle is gone from her table, but the vast majority of the books are still there.
3: All right, Clytus is going to take a look.
0: Uh, go ahead and give me another wits roll. Um, Add one for the one going forward, but you're not going to get Bounty Hunter because you don't have the person here to study anymore.
3: Sure. Four isn't a
0: nudge. Uh, as you're looking through the titles this time, um, you're noticing that they're still very mundane, but it's almost as if they're too mundane. Uh, they None of them seem to have any connection to the horse bear, and none of them um, really seem to suit Uh, the personality that you, this personality profile you've been building of Belle in your head. You know, it seems like she's craving some sort of excitement, whereas um, none of these are any of the first-hand accounts from early on. Um, Most of them are, you know, the kind, the kind of thing that you'd expect a scholar to be studying, but it doesn't match up with the energy that you got from her earlier.
3: Very interesting. I'm assuming that I actually looked at them, not just the titles.
0: Yeah, but no, as you're going through them, there's nothing surprising on the inside of the books either. Cool. Uh, you do notice that the book that she had closed when you came up to the table is not present.
3: Duly noted. I'm going to write next to her and Secret's Known, hiding a book.
0: Uh, Bella, how do you react to, because um, you you would recognize that you, you, you've seen her earlier. Um, I imagine that any time you see another woman, you kind of like do a quick check to make sure you look more fashionable than they do, and so you knew that was her table.
1: I also, when I see another woman, check to see if she's pretty.
0: Um, I would say that she's not well put together. You think that she she could be uh conventionally attractive, um, but if she put more time into her appearance, but you you got the experience. Like it's kind of like, oh shame,
1: mm-hmm. if she cared about herself more. <laughs>
2: she really is a funny girl, that Bell. hey Mm
1: -hmm.
2: watch that copyright issue (laughs) you could get a suit
3: again so yeah Clydes comes back shares the information (laughs) including the hunch that perhaps uh there's a special book that she has on our horse bear and uh that suggests let's head out to the mayor
1: Uh, I would just like to ask the innkeeper one quick question. I don't imagine that you fellas happen to ask her how long she's been in town and how long these attacks have been going on, have you?
3: I would say your imagination is
2: pretty accurate.
1: Um, you're not
2: imagining it, that's what he's saying.
0: Uh She's been staking out for five days.
1: Okay, I will go and check with the barkeep. Uh, About those two things, how long she's been in town, and how long the attacks have been going on.
0: Um, go ahead and give me a charm roll. Add one for your beguiling smile.
1: Yeah, I I approach him, and I'm like, Hi, I'm so sorry about those two over there. I think that we got off on the wrong foot. I just wanted to come over and extend my apologies, and- Thank you for your generous hospitality. And, since we're gonna be here for a while, I was just wondering, um, did you happen to have any information about that young woman who's here, and, uh, how long she's been here, and how long these attacks have been going on? And I rolled, uh, two fours.
0: Well, she's, uh, she's been here for quite a while. Um, you know, it's been several months. She originally came just looking for information about the horse bear. She had a quite a long conversation with me about it. Um, she seemed absolutely fascinated with the legend. Um, she spent quite a bit of time in the library. Uh, as for when the attack started, um, I would say she had been here for at least a month before before those really uh before we really noticed that there was a problem i mean every once in a while of course we get you know the the odd coyote or other uh other beastie that gives us some trouble but nothing like um what what the mayor assumes to be this wolf that's been just wreaking havoc and killing ca- uh you know
1: cattle after cattle interesting so it was only after she arrived can you tell me if there have been any other new faces or anything unusual going on in the town around the time that the attack started?
0: Well, there, um, before the attack started, there were quite a number of faces. Uh, we get the occasional scholarly conference, but, uh, ever since the attack started, there haven't been quite as many new faces. In fact, it's been rather, uh, rather empty in the town besides the, the normal fair since since those attacks started. So um, quite a few new faces that showed up around the same time that she did. In fact, I think she might have arrived with one of the academic conventions and then stayed past it. I, I don't quite remember, but ever since that uh, the, those really started, we, we haven't seen anybody new.
1: I imagine that's pretty hard on business then.
0: It's definitely not ideal, but, um, you know, with a family that's been established in a town like this for as long as we have, we get by.
1: Of course. Folks out in these parts of town usually do. Alright, well, we'll be looking into this whole horse bear situation, and I have no doubts that we'll be able to resolve this, hopefully in short order.
0: Well, the sooner we can get some people back into the bar, that's the better for me.
1: Well, you have at least three new patrons.
0: Ah, paying one's at that. I uh, I love somebody who pays the tab ahead of time.
1: Thank you very much for your help, and uh, thank you again for your hospitality.
0: You're quite welcome.
1: Okay, and I will bring that information over to the boys. <laughs> Belladora,
3: are you, are you having trouble shaking their instinct for spreading rumors after our last uh, job here?
1: Darling, it's what, Darling I'm best it's what I'm best at. at.
3: <laughs> I suppose that's true. Shall we
1: head to the mayor? Sounds like a good idea to me. That said, it does seem a little suspicious that after she showed up all interested in the horse bear, that's when these attacks started.
2: That is a, That is a very good point.
3: Well, I suppose we'll find out.
0: She just wanted more than this provincial life. That's all.
1: I was trying to work that in. <laughs> Damn it, Trevor.
0: <laughs> just couldn't stop yourself. <laughs> oh, if you man. can't beat em, join 'em. join Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, where are you looking for the mayor? All right, so we head to the mayor. Um, the notable buildings in town are the pewter arm inn, the library, and the general store. General store it is. Generale store. Okay. Yeah. You walk in and, um, there are a couple of people standing, uh, one person at the counter. Um, there seems to be what looks like a farmer based on their garb, um, sitting there uh, talking with the, what is obviously the owner of the shop. And then a man who's dressed, or I'm sorry, a woman who's dressed just a little bit. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, the man behind the counter and then two farmers in front of it. And the man behind the counter is dressed up, um, a little bit nicer than everybody else. Clydes goes and hovers behind the farmers. Give me a secret roll. I got fives and a nudge. Okay. Um, you are standing behind them, and you actually snuck up so well that um, neither them nor the man behind the counter has noticed you yet.
2: Oh gosh, it'll be it'll be like that painting with the two farmers, except Clydes is right behind it.
0: Yeah,
3: so I'm just going to, let. Li- uh, Clydes is just going to listen if they have noticed him.
0: Well, it happened again just a couple of nights ago, and I've I've never seen a wolf do this. Are you sure? It can't be the horse bear. All right, now listen here. I've been mayor of this town quite a long time. I know that there's a lot of concern going around. We've never lost this many cows before, but. I've I've already sent word to Alendel. I'm sure it won't be long at all before we get somebody in. We'll take care of this, and then everything.
3: Clydes immediately pounces on that opportunity, predatory smile, and that help has arrived.
0: And yeah, all three of them kind of jump, and um, one of the guys actually like has to catch himself on the counter, uh, without uh, stumbling backwards over his own feet. <laughs> I apologize.
3: My manners are atrocious. My name's Claudus Logan, and I'm here with my associates.
2: We're probably a little bit further back when you do your thing.
1: Yeah, we're just standing there shaking our heads. It looks behind him, just kind
3: of like vaguely gestures in the direction. Miss Belladora, uh, Wilde, and Mr. Finnegan Bowman.
2: Boy, I
0: didn't expect to uh, uh, speak of the, the devil. Coloss, uh, <laughs> and uh, he shall appear. Uh, welcome, I am Mayor Mal Hammond, and uh, this is my town. I have to imagine from that dramatic entrance, uh, you are the help that I have requested? That is correct. And he, would like, tips his hat. Uh, have you been able to acquaint yourself with much of the town?
2: We've been to the Puterar Main. Just a little bit, yes.
0: Uh, so I, I imagine you might have heard at least a little bit of what's going on.
2: Oh, uh, yes, yeah, something about a man-bear-pig, or... I don't think there was a pig mentioned. Horse bear, that's what it is.
0: Now, uh, you definitely fit the bill of what I asked for, um, but you look like you'd be more at home at the docks. Mr.
3: Bowman will surprise you with his
0: capabilities. I think that there's a large wolf that has been fighting around and killing some of our livestock, but. Uh, I just need someone experienced in, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, a good roughsman to get out there, track this beastie, and end the troubles so we
2: can bring some more,
0: uh, livelihood back to the town.
2: Has anyone else, has anyone actually seen the attacks? Well, uh, Miss Miss Saray,
0: she's been staying at the Pewter Arm Inn, um, she's made it her pet project to try and find this thing, and she, a couple nights ago uh, happened to say that she had found, uh, witnessed an attack, and, uh, she knew precisely which ranch had been, so we have no reason to doubt that account, but she's the only one who's actually seen it so far. We have managed to become acquainted with Ms. Ray. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's excellent, then, um, I, I'm, this this is not, I'm an administrator. I, I own the general store, and I run the town. I'm in no way capable of handling this sort of thing, which is why I sent out to Elendel. So, this beast, you want it dead, or you want it captured? As long as the problem is dealt with, I leave that up to your discretion.
2: So let's talk a little bit about payment. I mean, that's what we're here for. I, I am
3: rather interested in the answer to that question myself.
2: Well, everything can
0: everything can be described from the... The note that I sent out. The pay—it stays the same as long as the problem gets dealt with. Uh, blow it up, shoot it, drown it, stab it, turn it into a fore coat—I don't care.
1: I am in need of a new coat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, any
3: anything else we should know, Mr. Hammond?
0: Um, I can point you to the uh, the ranch where the latest attack happened. I don't believe they've managed to clean up the mess yet. Um, it's. Something that they uh, they don't look forward to doing. It's it's not pretty, so I uh, will I can point you in that direction, but that's about the extent of the help that I can give you.
1: Do you know who was hit first?
0: I think it was the ranch on the, the northernmost part of town.
2: Have the uh, farms had any kind of casualties?
0: Uh, most of them have lost a couple of animals apiece.
2: Has there been any kind of pattern to the attacks? Have any been more attacked more than once? Uh,
0: I'm I'm not sure that there necessarily has been anything like that. Uh, a lot of them have been more conservative with how often they let their cattle out of the bonds, and well, it's uh, um, it's it's hard to keep track of. I've gotten so many reports, and the the treasury has paid out so much for these lost cattle to these families. Uh, I think I think most everything's been hit more than once.
2: Has there been any other attacks besides just the farms themselves?
0: I've I've had one or two reports of uh, attacks on a barn door, but it doesn't seem that the creature has been able to get inside. Um, it just some claw marks on the door itself or on some of the walls.
2: Thank you very much for your time, sir. Much obliged, and Clive tips his hat.
0: Uh, I'll pass along word that uh, the 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 town will be paying your bill at the inn for as long as you need to stay here. That is is one perk that I can throw in for you.
2: Yeah, I like the sound of that.
0: Ooh, can I get my
3: my resource spent back?
0: Um, yeah. Uh, Bella as well. Nice. And I think that's a good place for us to call it for the night. Uh, we will be back in two weeks Further with the next that. episode in the uh, Ham uh, Hamlet of Hammond. And until then... Uh, Don't forget to uh, like us on Facebook, uh, follow us on Twitter, like us on Instagram. Uh, Don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And most importantly, don't forget to tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. We'd love if you were able to get the word out there. Uh, That's the biggest way and easiest way for us to grow as a podcast and for us to get our content out to more people. So uh, more than likely, if you as a Brandon Sanderson fan like the podcast, Your friends are going to like it as well, so um, why not give them the gift of good listening? But in the meantime, we hope you enjoyed, and we will see you soon. Bye! Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. Bye! Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Did I lose everybody? Hello? Hello?
2: Hello? Uh, I think I've lost people. Did
0: did I just drop? Hello? Testing.
2: Testing. Hello? One, two, three.
0: John, I see you're transmitting, and Zach, I see you're transmitting, but I can't hear anything.
3: I can't hear anyone now.
2: Uh Uh-oh.